This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it. How to identify and avoid publishing predators. What opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms. How to avoid losing money and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, the top of the day to all of you for Author You, your guide to book publishing. This is going to be one of those shows where I always like to have a little fun, and I am going to be the only guest where we will be going and talking about my latest book, which is called The Crowdfunding Guide for Authors and Writers. And it's literally all about getting free money to finance your book or a project that is coming off of your book. It could be, for example, developing your website. It could be putting together a full-blown marketing program where you have to really, you're hiring people, you've got strategies in play, and you're really putting a campaign together. It could be for a publicity campaign. It could be for a variety of things, but it's tied in with you as the author or your book. So one of the things you've heard me say in previous shows, at least over the last few weeks, that in my opinion, short is the new black. In fact, I've developed a program that I'm going to be rolling out in July if you are in the Colorado, Denver area, that it's going to be on four consecutive Tuesday nights. There'll be dinner included, but it's going to how to write your book in four weeks on those four consecutive Tuesday nights. It's under the theme of short is the noon black. And if you will, if you look at the attention spans of people, they're certainly reduced. Doesn't mean that they're lazy or they don't care. It's just the fact is technology has put us into a position where we are really, really um, overproductive as well as more busier than we've ever been in our lives. So, we have to really look at how we can shorten it. So this new little book, The Crowdfunding Guide for Authors and Writers, Get Free Money to Finance Your Books, which is now up on Amazon, is in the short is the new black. It's only 96 pages. And what's really cool is full color throughout. And if you have my book, Author You, Your Guide to uh, the, the Author You, your How to Build, Creating and Building Your Author and Book Platforms, that you'll see that that was full color throughout too. And I introduced what we call affectionately in our offices is the sheepy guys. So the sheepy guys are back and they are your guide through this. So it's got humor, it's light, but it's also an extraordinarily amount of work. And I'm going to go through some of the key elements of that book in this area as as you start off. So let's look at crowdfunding is a trend. It's not a fad. In fact, here in Colorado, you're not going to believe this, but our governor has signed a bill um, in the last two weeks that specifically says if you are raising under $5,000 per person, under 5000 per person, that you do not come under 
the securities laws. Now, I don't know how the securities people are feeling about this because you can get into equity type of funding. And this is for equity related people if you're taking a piece of the action. And so it's huge, huge buzz, especially in the film and entertainment area where they're getting people to come in and help out. And now they can have an indefinite amount of people, but it has to be under $5,000, an indefinite number of people supporting a project and bypass the securities laws. So that's very exciting. So let's go back to crowdfunding is a trend. It's not a fad. You've written a book and now you need money for whether it's design, printing, marketing, develop a website, even money for that PR campaign I mentioned. It's money. And if your resources are low, there's a way to get it. And that's where crowdfunding comes in. Now, what's important, you need to understand some of these odds and people don't talk about the odds. You want the minority odds to be on your side. And what do I mean by that? You want to be in the 30% minority that succeeds. If you're on an author or an author to be, you don't want to be in that 70% arena. So the crowdfunding guide is going to show you, and this is what we're going to go through, how to create those rewards that your donors want, how to identify those timelines. And you know, few people who do crowdfunding think that there is a timeline involved in it and the strategies involved that you lead up to it. And I'm thinking timeline that would go as far out as, okay, I'm going to do a crowdfunding in eight months from now. I'm going to go out as far as a year. But well, wait a minute, what about those of you who are thinking, well, wait a minute, I'd like to do this, but maybe a month from now. All right, there's a time accelerated timeline that you can get into. I'm going to get into some of the ideas of, of the sites. There's four really critical uh, literary type of sites that will get your attention and certainly the essentials that you need as well as how do you keep that momentum going because let me tell you this is tiring crowdfunding is tiring and if someone tells you oh it's a piece of cake it doesn't take any time they are either one clueless I'm not going to even say I won't say stupid I'll just say ignorant they're clueless they're ignorant and they've never really gone side by side with someone who has created and walked through that campaign with it and then there's a checklist always there, there's social media with that so the guide that I've created which I'm going to encourage all of you to go get it's only 15 bucks and uh, it's the crowdfunding guide for authors and writers you can order it now up on amazon.com and you're going to find that it's easy it's understandable and it's one that'll show you how to set your budgets and limit cost which is a good idea because you realize there is a cost to crowdfunding so with that let's jump into this and really get into well what it is it's OPM it's other people's money um, and I want you to imagine it's an eBay type of website your crowdfunding platform site will be an eBay type of website for any investing or donating imagine it's your own spot on the site where there, any browser can find you and discover you and when they do you literally do a happy dance to see that the book project or whatever you're trying to move forward will be successful you can gather monies from you know some people do it for a buck I wouldn't suggest it um, actually I would suggest you start at least at a $10 minimum donation um, and then have it go much higher and I'm going to highlight 
um, a couple of people who have been creative with what we call rewards. Some people refer to them as perks as they go into it and they have um, uh, areas where you can bring in and have those monies uh, for you. So uh, let's let's just jump in now. So we've got this eBay type of arena that people come and search and they're looking for ideas that they want to support. And, and what are those essentials uh, to get into? Now, what I also want to say before you start a project and move into what I will say, there's an overwhelm factor here, is you need to determine a really uh, realistic estimate of what the cost of the project is. And it's going to run anywhere from 10 up to as much as 20% of the cost. And you're thinking, wait a minute, what does that mean? How could that be? Well, whatever platform you use to support you, whether it's a Kickstarter or Indiegogo or PubSlush or Upspringer, those are the four companies that really focus um, or, or support the literary community and some have strings attached, as certainly Kickstarter does, that there are costs. And so just right off the top, you better plan that anywhere from seven on the very low side to 10% is going to go to that group and their credit card um, affiliate which will then process the donations when the campaign is considered go. So a minimum of 7%, PubSlush will be on the lower side, 7%, Kickstarter is going to come in at, at a good 10%, 5% for Kickstarter, another 5% for Stripe. They no longer process through Amazon. That was a big surprise that happened in early 2015. They process now all their uh, donations through, the, through a company called Stripe, which is a new darling in Silicon Valley. And then there is going to be the cost. Here's where the other cost comes in, is there will be a cost that will have the uh, arena of, of looking at uh, your rewards. So what's it going to cost to supply the rewards? Now there's soft dollar cost, which could be maybe your time. Maybe that one of your rewards in you, if maybe you have a service that, for example, I have an hourly fee that when people consult to me, I will, this is what you're going to pay to spend time with me, whether we do it on the phone or on Skype or we do it face to face. That, that is a, uh, it, it's a cost, but it's a soft cost. So I could, you know, I'm going to give up an hour of my time. Maybe I'm going to do five of these for an hour and I would do that. So I don't have to write a check to anyone. It's just that I lose that time. So that's a soft cost. But what if I had to supply a product that I was giving to someone um, that for one of my levels, for example, let's say $50, that I would give them a hard copy, a printed copy of the book. Well, there's a real cost to that. What is that? So you start figuring out these kind of things, and that's going to be that percentage. So on the very low side, I'm going to repeat this one more time, 7%, like someone through PubSlush, but you have certain uh, pro formas you've got to meet to get that, to maybe as high as 20% um, as you go through and you have that. So that that's what makes it very exciting as we go along here. So as we go into it, we're going to take a break here in a couple of minutes. But what I want you to do is start thinking about that. And I'm going to, I want you to start with the homework. 
as we go through this because um, you're going to start, I'm going to ask you to start thinking about what kind of rewards would you give? Um, and I'm going to tell you, I want you to go look at some tutorials and things like that because what you want to think about is that you need a Sherpa <laughs> of some sort. Um, and the video tutorials that uh, slides like Kickstarter and Indiegogo have where you can search for successful programs in your uh, field in in the publishing literature field. I'm going to really. This is your, one of your homeworks that you want to go look at some of those, and I want you to pay attention to a couple of things. What's that opening landing page look like for the project? Uh, what 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 the video looks like? Video, by the way, is a must have. You must have it, and I would create a few of them and sub them in. How long is it? And does it have some of the key elements that I'm going to go over after the break for what they need to include in that? Now, scan to the right where usually you'll find the rewards. Where do they start? And what do they move up to? What's the maximum amount that they have with that? And then, you know, how's the wording on it? Because is it stimulating and exciting and seductive pulls you in or is it just ho-hum mundane and it does it just repeat the same same stuff all right so that's going to be your noodle as you look at kickstarter indiegogo pub slush and upspringer this is judith bryles i'm your book shepherd and we'll be right back This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Many of us have dreamed of writing a book. Some of us even have. Then the hard work starts. You'll need an editor. Who will design the cover or typeset the pages? Who will format the ebook? If you're a business owner, consultant, or coach with a serious message and expertise to share, the team of experts at 1106 Design can guide you through the maze. They've helped more than a thousand authors create top quality books and avoid the not so reputable self publishing companies. Learn more at 1106design.com. Then call Michelle at 602 866 3226 1106Design. Is there a book in you or another author you will show you how to create, develop, and publish your book without being hoodwinked? If you already have a book out, you'll find a supportive and brainstorming community that's connected and creative no matter where you live. Author U brings in national experts for its book camps and annual author extravaganza held each May. It has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics. Through Author U's extensive network, members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publish. The Resource, its online book publishing news magazine, is content-heavy and it's free. If you want to create a book that has pizzazz, punch, and panache, Author U is for you. If you're a hobbyist or a casual author, it's not. Join Author U today through its website at authoru.org. Follow Author U on Twitter at Author U and on Facebook at Author U, where timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted daily. Author U, where the author goes to become seriously successful. First impressions are everything in the world of book publishing. 
Whether your book is an ebook, a print version, or both, your book cover needs to pop, sizzle, and sparkle to immediately capture the attention of your audience. And your book's interior needs to be just as dynamic and reflect the professionalism your readers demand. Nick Selinger of NZ Graphics has won numerous national and international book awards for his cover designs and interior layouts. With over 20 years of experience in graphic design, he knows what it takes to create award-winning books and the many promotional pieces that authors need, such as posters, banners, postcards, one-sheets, business cards, logos, and more. Visit ncgraphics.com and see what authors and publishers have to say about their award-winning books and how NZ Graphics can make your book the success it was meant to be. That's nzgraphics.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right, so knowing that the minority rules that you want to be in that 30%, let's talk about the author overwhelm. Um, and remember, I did give you some homework and you wrote that down, which you're going to be looking back. I will come back to that to remind you. You need a game plan. And I'm a big believer in doing visual game plans to keep you on target and in track. So you can do that. So what do you need to do in the beginning? Well, there are uh, a couple of critical essentials to be successful with any crowdfunding program. One, critical essential, family and friends. Critical. You, if, if you don't have family and friends to support you, I'm going to tell you you're in deep doo-doo from the get-go. 30% of the monies you're trying to raise, let's say I'm after $5,000. So uh, almost $1,500 of that money needs to come from family and friends. And you want them to make a commitment to you within the first three to four days on your chosen platform site that you're going at on at least 15% of that, of the 30%, or in my example, $1,500 in those first three to four days so it shows up. Now, why do you do that? Because you want your program, your campaign to look like it's got support, like it's got juice. Because the people who who go to these platforms, literally some multiple times during the day to see, hey, what's new? What's interesting? Does this, is this exciting? Does it touch my heart, my soul? Does it ignite my passion? Is this, is this fun? Is this a project that I want to get involved in? Imagine all the things that lure uh, people in because you're a fisherman here. And as a fisherman or fisherwoman, you're throwing out a line and you're trying to hook them and you're slowly reeling them in and bringing them in just like you would do as a fish that you've caught. And then boop, you've got them and you've pulled them into the basket and you're going to give them something. All right. So is your campaign have that seduction factor? I'm not talking about manipulation. Wrong word. We're seducing here. When you have that 30% coming in 
and saying, I'm there for you, Susie or John or whoever it is, that it tells the world this thing has legs. This has got support. It's going to get my attention. If you see campaigns, and these are the ones that don't get funded, that have just a few hundred dollars, and, and I can tell you there's a campaign going on in town that failed. Um, and it's really from a group that I really, you know, really, if I'd known about it, I would support it. And actually, as soon as I saw it came on, although it had 72 hours to go, it was only 20% there. I went ahead and pledged $100 to it. Um, and, you know, I hope that maybe the the, um, uh, the the crowdfunding gods would drop in, but uh, it they did not. And that when I reached out to them and I said, Nicole, I wish you had come to me because I would have really championed for you. Number one, I would have shot it out to my community to support it. And that um, to bring it in because they were creating a website dedicated to book clubs for authors and matching book clubbers and readers up and where to go them and find them and get your book into submission, etc. And I thought it was a great idea. It was huge. Now, I'd like to see them come back again. Um, and try. But anyway, I digress. That's what happened. They didn't have the magic third. They just threw it out into the universe, hoping people would find it instead of aggressively going after a select number of people to say, we believe in you and we support you. So family and friends must have. Second thing you must have is a social media following. Twitter, Facebook, Google+, Tumblr, Instagram, I don't care where you are, you've got to have traffic and you've got to be building that tribe um, where you have it so they can come in and really do it and shout it out. Now, one of the things that you're going to do in that, that momentum push I referred to in the first segment is that you do start running out of steam about a, two-thirds of the way through. Let me tell you, you're pooped. You've been communicating with people. You've been letting them know what's going on. You've been watching it, you know, either dying or celebrating with what's what's happening um, with supporters that you really do run out of steam. Well, one of the, the, the things you do on that final momentum is guess who you go back to? Those family and friends and all those social media supporters. And you are going to update them. You may throw in another goodie. If you've already, if you've already, uh, contributed and supported this, if you will give another, and then fill in the blank, how much? Another 25, you know, it's 50. You're going to give them another bonus that doesn't even show yet on the reward page. So that's something that you can do in here. And you always want to have, by the way, a few rewards in your pocket, we would call that, that just maybe maybe one doesn't work and so you want to sub it out. But have something there that you can do extra special to put you over the top. And the person I was telling you about didn't have any of that strategy in play. So that's important to do. 
Now, in the beginning, um, in the in, in my book, The Crowdfunding Guide for Authors and Writers, I identified three authors I've worked with, and actually one I've featured on a previous show, um, Ashley Bratton, on the author journey. And actually, she took you through the journey. We didn't go into the details of her campaign, but she did mention the campaign. But we really talked about, um, you know, what she was doing for it. So let's, let's come back to Ashley. She's a professional photographer. Her goal was to raise $8,500. And her book was called Life Before the Lottery, the 30 by 30 list. Kickstarter was the platform she chose. She actually succeeded in overfunding. Uh, where she was going for 85, we went to 96.35 at the final tally um, when the 30-day campaign is over. And let me mention for your campaigns, 30 days to 40 max is what you're going for. Uh, don't go over that in the, the total uh, number of days that you're trying to raise funds. Her rewards toward donors ranged from a sassy, I mean, it was very sassy, fun, motivational postcard for $10 to a really gorgeous professional portrait sitting. She, she, as I said, she's a professional photographer with, that included, a, a weekend stay in a bread and breakfast in a really beautiful location in Colorado. And that was for $1,500. One taker jumped at that. Two others nabbed her $1,000 offer, which was just a photo shoot around it. So, you know, when I'm saying that she had $8,500 that she was after, I've just told you two people grabbed 1000 and another person grabbed $1,500. She is one-third of the way. All right, one-third of the way. Now, I will tell you, one of the $1,000 didn't come in to the very end when she was exhausted. And I'll also share, I thought, oh, my God, this is going to be the first campaign I've advised on, and we're going to fail. And um, and then I got in and went after really behind it because I want the um, authors I work with to rely on their networks. And you should. Don't rely on someone else's, although it's very smart to have a, what we call a joint venture partner, someone who loves you, who also has a lot of followers. Now, I loved Ashley, love her work, um, and that I do have in my Twitter feeds between my two handles, Author You and um, My Book Shepherd, I have over 57,000 followers. So, I had that to go to, and we did go to it. Plus, I had the other uh, communities. I had the, you know, my LinkedIn group with over ten thousand. I have the uh, Facebook combined Facebooks with several thousand, and the um, Google Plus with uh, roughly three thousand. So there's, you know, there's people. I've got numbers I can bring to the party, but I want them to do it on their own and I become kind of the backup uh, that comes into play. So I came in because what we saw four days out is that we were only at uh, she was at 6,000. So she was, you know, not quite at 80%. And this is, you know, exhaust. This is the exhausting part. This is where we need to get momentum. So what she did is she went out to her friends and followers, close people that were in on the initial seating. She offered another goodie 
for them if they would come back. And that's where the other $1,000 jumped in very quickly. And that she, uh, that I went out and did an aggressive um, onslaught to mine besides what she had. And the morning of the ending of the campaign, I called her, it's like 6.30 in the morning. And I said, have you looked at your Kickstarter campaign? And she said, no, I'm afraid to. And I said, well, I'll wait. I've got my morning tea. I'll wait. And she had overfunded. So it was a happy day. Now, in the crowdfunding guide for authors and writers, the three people I profiled, I've actually given you the direct link to their campaigns because, again, they're all successful. And this is what you can go through and look out and see what they have. Another campaign was for a one YA book, Charles Fisher was trying to raise $7,800. His book was called Beyond Infinity. He ended up raising $8,300. He had a variety of rewards for supporters. And what he did is he offered one of his, he had a $1,000 taker, and that was where he was doing an exclusive uh, Socratic seminar where he does a very unique way of he's teaching, and he had someone buy that to do for a special club of kids. And doing that. Now, he got his kids involved in the campaign. And you'll find that if you look at his video, it's way too long. It's almost eight minutes. You want to keep this under 90 seconds for your video. But what he did is he had his kids involved. And what what they did, they got so excited. They went home and told their parents about what they did. His primary supporter, he's a school teacher, his primary supporter came in from the parents. And one of them was one that came in and picked up that $1,000 tab. So you want to think about that. His book was called Beyond Infinity as you go through it. So these rewards are important. Now, when I come back, I'm going to give you four critical questions that you must ask yourself before you even get started. This is Judith Browse. I'm the book shepherd. You're listening to Author You, your guide to book publishing. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Since 1987, Color House Graphics has set the standard for quality book production. Whether you decide to print a small quantity of books or need a large print run, depend on Color House to help you. You'll receive professional help and advice the moment you reach one of our representatives. If you mention hearing about us on your guide to book publishing with Judith Bryles, we will provide you with discount on the first order you place. To speak with a project manager, call us toll-free at 800-454-1916 or visit us at www.colorhousegraphics.com. When Ned Thompson and Harry Shore started Thompson Shore in 1972, they believed employees with great character would make up the best company. They were right. They hired people who were not only experts in bookmaking, but who were obsessed with quality and delivering exceptional customer service. Almost 40 years later, Thompson Shore remains a 100% employee-owned company. 
Ned and Harry knew that successful customer projects are a direct result of empowered employees. We specialize in all books for large and small publishers. Creating beautiful and well-made books, we're dedicated to pleasing our customers by making the experience a good one from start to finish. The personal touch we have with our customers allows us to be innovative in solving their most difficult challenges. Our platform also ensures that we can remain flexible to meet our customers' unique needs and expectations. Our marketing kit can create buzz for your title, enhancing the promotion of your book during infancy. When you need to test the market to gauge your future sales, we can provide digitally printed books that will transition seamlessly into a larger offset run. From ebook to hard copy to delivery, our skillful customer service teams are at the ready to answer your most pressing questions. At Thompson Shore, we know that making the highest quality books requires more than just best technologies. It requires superior customer service, professionalism to the trade, and commitment to environmental and social values. With these standards of excellence in place, you can be sure that we will always help you put your best book forward. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Critical questions. Always important to ask yourself. I've got four for you to really dive into when it comes to a campaign. First, ask, is your project worth it? And I'm going, you're thinking, really, you're going to ask me to do this? Yeah, I am. You got to be honest. This is an ego thing. Is it? Or is it your story, your how-to solution, new with a twist? Does it have a wow to it? Is it interesting? If you can't say honestly, yes, 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 then the odds are you're going to struggle with getting funding with anyone to get behind you. If people, your family and friends included, can't get excited, really excited, how do you expect perfect strangers to, people who don't know you? First question, is your project worth it? Number two, is your book concept compelling? Now, if you have hat in hand, you're asking for money, really? That's what you're doing. Okay, so what's going to seduce? I've used that word several times in the past half hour. What's going to seduce the donor? What's the aha? What's the benefit for the completed book to the reader? What will the donor get in return? Yeah, feeling good and supporting you is nice. That's where your great rewards come in. But, but you know, what are they going to get in return? People want to know how you will use their money. Do you tell them in a compelling way in your video, in your written copy on your landing page for the project? Do you have what they get in return? And yes, do you promise, and you have to promise this, you're going to be a good steward in moving the project forward so you know it doesn't go to cash heaven and disappear? The video is really going to be your best friend in with your you know, the way your face is, the way your body language is, the way it moves across. Is your book compelling? Number third question is, do you think 
that your crowdfunding project project will fund itself. All right, so I've talked about people who don't have those family and friends. Got to have that. But do you really think that, you know, the angels are going to come in and just swoop you up and take you off? You need to think again. If you do think that this thing is going to take care of itself by itself, you're going to set yourself up for instant failure. So, you know, let me give you a couple of stats here. In 2014, just last year, the, 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 you know, the mega crowdfunding gorilla is Kickstarter. They reported statistics that the overall success rate for all of its projects were 50%. Now, I've already told you for publishing, it's 30%. So of the, uh, in the publishing category last year, they had a little bit over 7,000 projects that were started. Only 2,064 of them achieved or exceeded the original goal, the amount that was desired. Now in dollars, let me tell you how much that was. In dollars, the successful book projects amounted to just shy of $23 million dollars. And they had a 29% success rate. So maybe I should say the 29% minority is where you want to be. So I don't want to be disillusioned because, you know, what, one of the things you need to remember is that Kickstarter has massive campaign uh, uh, traffic and that it is the gorilla. It doesn't necessarily mean that they're all looking for book projects. They're looking for gadgets and gizmos. They're looking for games that are coming along. They're looking the video games um, raise huge amounts of monies. Big crowds don't necessarily mean that your book will attract them. Um, so, and, and if you only put up a few tweets... A few Facebook postings, maybe once in a while on Google+, you're really kind of setting yourself up. The magic word to remember here is amplify. You want to amplify what you're doing. By the time you're finished, there will be many hundreds of postings scattered among your main social media platforms. So it's, you know, you're running for office right now. Think of you as a candidate for political office. You're running for office and the office you're running for is chief money getter for your campaign. All right. And then the fourth question is, are the rewards that you've created appropriate do they tie into your campaign, your product, your book, your expertise? And are they alluring? There's that kind of seducing word again. Um, or are they just ho-hum mundane? You want to have at least uh, seven rewards in your mix. And, and as I've said a couple of times, have a couple in your pack, pocket to bring up just in case that you have it um, and you, you bring that along. So uh, you want to substitute in if nobody, if you have no takers, by the way, no takers. So maybe it's mundane, boring or whatever. It's just not alluring. Get it off. If you've had one person take something, you're thinking, oh, God, this is not working. I need to get rid of it. You're stuck. That's why most of the campaigns have a limited number of rewards you can put up. Ten is usually the magic number. I would not put them all up at once. I would have a couple of extras you can add on to get more. Or maybe you have one that's so exciting, people are just, you know, piling on to support you. You could make 
you know, a mini reward, mini, mini me, <laughs> duplicate it. So you just bring it on as a duplicate and add on more. Because when you select rewards, you also identify how many you will have available at that price, whether it's 20, whether it's 50, uh, the big ones may be only three. Um, because you want to have a feeling that there's scarcity and you better get on and do that. So with that, all right, so those four questions you want to look at and, and really ask honestly, is my project worth it? Is my book concept compelling? Do I think that my crowdfunding project will fund itself? And are my rewards appropriate and alluring or are they mundane? Must be addressed in the very beginning as you go forward. So, Let's talk about some of these players. I've already mentioned them. In fact, I've had Kickstarter on our show before. I've had the head of marketing for them. I've had uh, the CEO, uh, PubSlush, on the pro on the program. And and let's just kick off with PubSlush very quickly. It gives you uh, what you earn minus the fees, which is, you know, as I said, in the seven percent, it's less than eight percent in the seven to eight percent area right now. Now they have two programs um, uh, for what they're doing and they're looking for it's a mini it's two underneath their flexible option flexible means that you don't have to raise all the monies and it's the area will come in on how they release monies to you how you can start getting it some of the programs actually will start giving your money as soon as money start rolling in so i think for author handholding PubSlush has is most readily available to have a person talk to you to help you um, as you move along. Kickstarter is the biggie. It's an all or nothing. There's no flexibility about it. You have to raise your monies. And I know for um, uh, this August, I have my Judith Briles book publishing um, unplugged uh, program that I do three days here in Denver. So I, you know, I should mention to all of you, come. It's I, I keep the limitations to max 35 people. So it's highly intensive. I hot seat you all. I put it together because we do crowdfunding. I do how you do your bestseller campaigns. I do show you how to create a speech. Um, I do get into how to market market your book and we have a, a really kick butt uh, creative exercise that we go through where you are going to rewrite somebody else's book that is a hoot. But that's on, if you want information on Judith Bryle's book publishing unplugged, you're going to find that on my website, thebookshepherd.com. Just click on events and all the details are there. I'd love to have you. So, what happens at that event, and reason why I got way late here and sidetracked, is that when I did the program last year on crowdfunding, one of my participants said that if anyone gets within 80% of their goal, I will underwrite the rest of it. They have to pay me back once it's over and they get their money. But I will push them over the top so they don't lose anything on Kickstarter. I thought that was pretty jazz. So we have that kind of in our pocket to help you out. Um, Kickstarter is only one way. You got to raise all the monies. Um, it can be picky also with who it allows to use its portal. And that means if your project is a charity or cause based. Now you may be the cause. That's different. But I'm talking about the non for profit arena um, that it will be rejected from the get go. 
All right. And my, my keeper, I want you to keep in mind here is you want to mirror successful projects. That's why I referred to you earlier to please go look at videos of successful projects. All right. Then there's Indiegogo. Now it has both. It has an all or nothing, which is like Kickstarter, or it has a, a flexible option. Now, in my opinion, um, if you're going with anyone else, that is, flexible is the way to go. Um, unless you've got someone who says on to the side, listen, if you get so far, you, you know, I'll help you out. And also I want to say this, that if, if you're raising $5,000 and you're at $4,300 with people who have come in and support you, it, you are crazy not to get your own credit card out and fund the rest so you can get those monies and get moving forward. Indiegogo is going to be charging your fees in the 12% area, which will be both for the credit card processing and as well as Indiegogo's fee. And then the new kid on the block is Upspringer. And it's unique that is that once you hit 50% of your stated goal, so if it was $5,000, once you kiss $2,500, they will start giving you your money. Um, and its focus is on all things literary. There are no strings attached. So you want to uh, know about those are the four players that I would be looking at. Um, think of this. Free money has a cost, and your cost is going to range from 10 to 20%. Funding platforms, credit card processing fees, and rewards to your donors. So with whether you choose a Kickstarter, an Indiegogo, a Pub Slush, an Upspringer, or you go to, you know, there's over a thousand platforms out here that if you go to one of the ones, I've highlighted the ones that are literary, that really support literary, um, that it's not free, totally free. So if you need $5,000, I've told you it's going to cost you 10 to 20%. You really don't need $5,000. You need 5500 to, I mean, $6,000, $5,500 to 6000 because you've got these fees cost. All right. And then last thing I want to say before we take our next break is that this is taxable money. I don't care what anyone says to you, whatever you receive in, it's taxable, but don't run for the hills. It doesn't matter. You're going to have all the expenses and plus more to offset it. This is Judith Bryles, the book shepherd. You're listening to author you, your guide to book publishing. And we're talking crowdfunding today. We'll be right back. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. The book shepherding concept is simple. The publishing world is changing and so must you. You need an experienced shepherd and a guide to partner with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so, or you can create a book that looks and feels classy, builds your brand, and is a financial success, a bestseller. It's your choice. You choose. You need the book shepherd. Publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. You don't need problems. You want solutions. 
Dr. Judith Bryles will shepherd you through the maze and the chaos. At times, she's had to step in and rescue a book, a book that has been sabotaged by a publisher or by a publishing service provider or sometimes even the author themselves. Judith Bryles is the book shepherd. If you want to create a book with no regrets, give her a call today, 303-885-2207. That's 303-885-2207 or email her at judith at bryles.com. By the way, Bryles is spelled B-R-I-L-E-S. Follow Judith on Twitter at MyBookShepherd and on Facebook at TheBookShepherd. At Total Printing Systems, customer service is our priority. We are located in Southern Illinois. Our employees have an average of 18 years experience and know that customer relationships are important to our continued success. We have been a short-run book printer for nearly 40 years and always stay at the forefront of technology. Our niche is from 1 to 5,000 copies. Today, we offer digital black and white and four-color high-speed inkjet printing, a cost-effective way to introduce color into your short-run titles. We, of course, offer traditional offset printing as well. Bindery is done in-house, from adhesive case binding to PUR perfect binding to mechanical binding of all types, including side sewing. We provide warehousing, kitting, distribution, inventory management, a new print-on-demand facility, streaming browser-based ebooks, and bookstore. Call us at 1-800-465-5200 for a quote on your next book project. You can also visit our website at www.tps1.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book. If you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Now, one of the essentials that you've got to uh, really look at is the whole issue of timeline. And I mentioned timelines. And we may have, we may fill up our whole final 12 minutes with you um, and make this a two-parter. So let's just see how this goes. But timelines are important. And when I talk about timelines, there, there's planning. This is the planning, and it's critical to your success. And you're thinking, well, you know, how much do I have to really do? Look at if if you're going for five thousand, ten thousand, or, or I've got a friend who's getting ready for a twenty-five thousand dollar campaign tied around her book. If you're going for those kind of monies, and th- this is gifted money, you don't have to pay it back. Um, that doesn't that require a little planning? I mean, where else can you have someone drop five thousand dollars in your lap? And you don't have to pay it back. I mean, you, you have to do the rewards and you should perform with what you say you do. But you don't have to write a check to each person individually to pay them back for every 10, 25, 50, 100 fill in the blank dollars. So planning during your pre-launch time. It could be a few weeks away to many, many months from your official launch. So some of the things that you want to look at is building. And this is where your list building comes in. So I'm going to really kind of look at, okay, let's let's look at three months to literally a whole year out. Three months. 
So as we get into this, it's really all about your list building. This is what's critical that comes into play. Names, emails, followers, friends. That's what I'm talking about. So knowing a little bit of stats about who who gets involved with uh, most of these crowdfunding campaigns, it's actually... Uh, the over 40 to 50 crowd. <laughs> so this is why you want your your parents' friends, um, if you're young, um, if you're in school or you're uh, the under 30 crowd, let's say, you really, what, what groups do you belong to? And really, you may think, oh, I don't know anybody. You may be in an association, multiple associations. You may have, uh, you, know, you know, you may have access to a uh, internal uh, corporate newsletter that people might not want to know that you're working on something or writing a book that you could write it up saying that you've got a crowdfunding program or you're writing your book and you're now on your website, drive them to your website and then you have all your details if you can't mention it blatantly that you're raising money. But if you're young, you want to make sure you include the friends of your parents and anyone over 40 any in, in your adults in your family. Why? Because as I said, the average donor is 40 to 50 years of age. And, um, and there is a very, very large number in the early 40s. 40. So when a parent of a parent or a friend of, of a parent doesn't like to boast about what their ki- kids do, you think that? that they'd love to boast about what you're up to if they really believe in your project. So get them involved from the get-go. Funding campaigns have a common core, and as I mentioned this before, that 30% mark, your family and friend factor, it's really elementary. So here's where you are going to start looking for that building. Social media, social media, and more social media. So you start with Twitter and Facebook. That's where you're going to see most of the information going out on campaign. During your campaign, or if you have elements that you've put together with pictures, for example, Instagram. Um, could be helpful. Once that campaign launches, you start putting things out, but you can start building buzz. Make sure that any photos that you have that tie in that you're launching on, whether on a Twitter, on Facebook, and by images. And I'm telling you, start using images on Twitter. Make sure you're doing them on Facebook, Google+, and certainly Instagram is all about images. Don't forget Pinterest. Make sure on those images, you've got your website you know, whatever it is, samsmithauthor.com, that you've got that, that they can see it. So it starts getting embedded in their mind. Little subtle, little subtle marketing here. Your friends and relatives start that list building. Who are they? Their names, their emails, um, that you can communicate with those. Any Think about anybody who's ever shared greetings with birthday cards, birth announcements, holiday greetings. I know that you do. And I know that see, people have been weeding them out over the years, but they're now doing it online. All your colleagues and coworkers, the list will continue to grow. Your friends of your friends, anyone who has a social media tribes, you know, people like myself, if we're connected some way, you know, I've got tribes that we go out to. And on your to-do list, here's what I want you also to start thinking about ahead of time. Start creating tweets and postings that will have uh, critical hashtag words in it that will then open up uh, more arenas. For example, if I was doing a crowdfunding book, let's say I did a crowdfunding program for my crowdfunding book, 
I didn't. I went and funded it myself. But let's say I did that. And that when you come back with that is that I would have a hashtag around crowdfund. I would hash, hashtag, uh, hashtag self-pub. I would have a hashtag um, authors. I would have a hashtag with books. I would have a hashtag with publishing. Keywords that would now open up to hundreds of thousands of more potential followers um, as things are going on. And, and here's a little trick to a side I would also do. If there's a popular show, TV show that's trending or anything, I would check out what's hot and trending in the hashtag line. Um, for example, um, it's a few weeks ago, there was a, a sh- show, The Voice ended. The final was going on, and there was all kinds of NBC The Voice, hashtag NBC The Voice, hashtag The Voice uh, that was going on. If if there is a show that's really popular and you, boy, you're right in the middle of it, your campaign's in the middle of it, you know what? Add that to the end of a tweet, um, and you, you never know who you might catch their attention um, and would drive it over to the link to your page. So that's just kind of a little aha to think about doing um, that we have in here as you go along. All right, so the, the your to-do list, you want to make sure that you've got those tweets and those things again. So what if you don't have that three to six, you know, three, six to uh, 12 months? You're one to three months out. Your email gathering uh, names, is going to continue. Now you want to get that, have that book cover and some other type of branding available because you want to start now, uh, be ready to drop your book out there. That just the cover, I'm not worried about the back cover, just that cover. So whoever your designer is, you want to get into play uh, with that. You want to start really creating the, the hardcore content for your crowdfunding platform video your text for pages, and you want the images to be included. You want to determine which is your crowdfunding platform site. Is it going to be Kickstarter, PubSlush? Is it going to be Indiegogo? Is it going to be Upspringer? Or is it going to be something else? Um, and what you need here is is to supply in your content. It's got to have some snap, crackle, and pop to it. You want all this done um, at least several weeks before your campaign. doesn't mean you might go in and tweak and find it. You want to have these rewards, this one month, three months, you want to have all these rewards started putting together. Again, pay attention to the language that was used in successful campaigns. Um, and, and, you know, if, you're, if your book is at anything quirky or there's, you know, if you've got a fun side to you, I, don't be afraid to let that show. People love humor. You want your descriptions, and again, you want to have a few for those backups that I've referred to. You want to have that video made by this time. So, and you want to have, I would, I would consider having a backup or at least during the campaign, you know what, come on and make a very quick one, a very quick one and give them an update. And, and you're able to, in the platform you choose, you will be able to directly communicate with all the people who have already supported you, which is very cool. And also, this is a time in this one to three months out is to refine what your marketing strategy is. Now, um, I, I will tell you that during your campaign, you're going to have a lot of looky-loos uh, who are wondering what you're doing. But the real success is going to start when you start that push and if you're putting things up. 
Now, what do you do zero day launch to one month before your campaign? All right, that crowdfunding platform site um, is there. You're going to ask, does it look good? Do the images and any videos load quickly? Very important. Is your video engaging? Does it pull them in right away? Remember, you've only got a few seconds. You know, you're, you're gonna not, no more than 90 seconds. You've only got a few seconds to hook them. So then you can start the slow reel in of your fishing line. Do you have a call to action at the end for the viewer saying, you know, support me? Do you? Are your rewards enticing and do they feel right for the amounts and levels? I mean, you're, if you're asking for some for $100, are you just giving them an ebook? That doesn't work. You want video updates. After reviewing all your videos and reading all the content, ask this question. Would you support this campaign? And then you want to make sure you share your link with those you trust and ask the questions I've just asked you about. Are the videos engaging? Would you support this um, are my rewards good, etc. Get ready for email updates. You want to have email updates going out um, throughout the week that you're doing, how excited you are. You want to create uh, updating your social media. You want to create a press release. Why not? And and communicate it to your local community. And don't forget that you, the, those throwaway newspapers, people actually pick those up and they disappear very quickly because newspapers are disappearing. Um, I know in, I'm in Colorado. We have something called Your Hub, which is part of the Denver Post. They print edition comes out on Thursday within the print issue of the Denver Post, but online it's every day. Very cool. And then during your campaign, it's called focus, 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 co-focus. So keep growing your network, launch your email campaign, push your press release out, post your updates, make a new video. Hey, make sure you thank supporters as they come in. Tweak your rewards if you need to. Tweak any emails you're using if they don't seem to be alluring enough. And then lastly, post-campaign, you want to announce all your resorts. You want to thank everyone. And you know what? Do another press release and, and announce how successful you were. And then, of course, make sure you get your rewards out. Crowdfunding success is like a classic recipe, all right? You got to learn and use the essential ingredients and the outcome will make a perfect book dish. All right, we're going to do a part two, which is essential for crowdfunding success and your social media checklist and how you create the whole game plan model. This is Judith Browse. You've been listening to Author You, your guide to book publishing. Have a great writing and successful publishing week. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you for being a part of your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Each week, a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take you, the author, to the next level. You'll learn tips and secrets on how to create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve book publishing success by making one very simple change in your book's journey. How to avoid the publishing predators. How to create an author and book platform that rocks. Learn how to make a living with your words and your books. Learn how to publish a book that has no regrets and so much more. For more information, check out AuthorU.org, where authors who want to be seriously successful go. And Judith's website, TheBookShepherd.com. Then join us again here next week for more. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. 
Brought to you by Author You and the Book Shepherd. Thursday evenings at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Rockstar Radio Network.